Oh, I got a live one here. What's up to all our sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation? I'm Johnny Destructo. You're listening to slash watching the Spoiler Alert podcast, a weekly comic book discussion show. With me this week is Len the Bat Tribble. What's up? How about your boy? And Brian. Hey, hey. And, uh, and Noel. He's over there. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi. Yeah. So we're here to talk about DC versus Marvel, the big the big event from 1996. <laughs> I'm going to be using a lot of air quotes in this episode. Um, <laughs> but first, we've got letters. We got, got letters? letters? Oh, we got lots of letters. Lots of letters. Lots of letters. Lots of letters. I fucking hate you guys. You guys are the fucking worst. I was there. Look, I was there. I was just a little. What other behind. show has participants I'm, actively trying to destroy it? I'm gonna blame. I'm gonna blame the internet connection with your air quotes because uh, I was a little. I was lagged. I was lagged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're lagged. Yeah. Uh, so this letter is from Christopher Saint Saucy. Good night. It's called Len being creepy. <laughs> On the discussion, anywhere. on the discussion about the boy detective book, why was Len creepily discussing a college freshman developing? Way too young for you, bro. Winky face, winky face. But yes, there was indeed an Encyclopedia Brown TV series that aired for one season, and four episodes featured Laura Bridge as Sally, who was my number one childhood crush. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think it was on HBO. I'm almost oh, positive really? it was on HBO. Yeah. Because I knew of it as a show before a book series. Oh, oh really? really? Wow. Yeah, because I, I never learned to read. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Really well. For this show, for yeah. this show, I, I always FaceTime with him. Yeah. And like I'll show him. We go through the books. <laughs> we, we I'll read it book. to him. You guys are he all reads. like dude at Zoom and shit. We've been doing this for a good four or five years now. Just <laughs> reading our books every reading our books every week. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much, Chris St. Saucy. Good night for writing us in. If anyone else wants to write us in, you can email us at coldpopgo at gmail.com. Uh, so uh, DC versus Marvel. Now, Len, I wasn't... I I wasn't big into this series when it came out. I don't think I was particularly interested in this series when it came out. But you, were you interested? Did, were you buying this when it was coming out, Len? I think I did. I mean, it came out in 1996, and it was... It was a big thing. It had been a long while since Marvel and DC had done any type of crossover. Um, uh, so when it was announced, you were like, oh, okay, I'll be cool. And it was like the, the ultimate, you know, um, bar conversation come to life. You know, who would win Superman versus Hulk and, you know, Batman and Captain America. Oh, the, age, the age old question. I can't go a day in my shop without hearing who would win Wonder Woman or Storm. You okay. Never, yeah. <laughs> there were there were some 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 that they were made up for a specific bar. The, but, yeah. <laughs> the age old 1996 specific question. Yeah. Yes, yes. Who who would win between Ro Tim Drake and Jubilee? But yeah, it, right. I mean, <laughs> you know, teenage hormones won that battle. Yes, they did, and that was probably one of the better things to come uh, come out of this series. I do remember when it came out, 
immediately being disappointed because I am not a Dan Jurgens <laughs> fan at all. And seeing that he was not only because he had become for some reason the poster child at, at DC, not only was he uh, the writer, but one of the, the artists selected for this thing, I was like, uh, uh, yeah. oh God, this was, it was painful. It yeah. was painful. But Ooh. then, but then, and then what made it even more painful is that they, then they said, okay, all the editors, we're not going to decide. No, no, we haven't learned a lesson from Jason Todd. Let's let the fans decide who will win. The, no, not all of them, yeah. but select battles. Who let the fans decide who will win these battles? It was like, are you effing serious? Yeah, I'm looking anyway. at I'm I'm looking at the uh the the checklist of the ones that were based off a of vote and it's essentially all of them was all of the big ones that you saw play out in issue I mean like, two some in two and some in three. Which ones weren't dictated by the audience is I guess what I'm getting at. The uh, Thanos and I'm just I'm looking at from back then. Like, the Thanos Dark Side uh, one is not in here. Yeah, I don't think sorry, what Dark Brian? Side is in there. I'm just remembering that from back then, you know, like hearing at the time that it was like half and half or whatever, mm -hmm. but we didn't have the resources now that we have now to find that out. Oh yeah. Are you saying it was maybe a fixed vote? I don't... It's hard to believe that DC would let Superman lose. Right. I always assumed that they were like, okay, this, this, and this character will win whatever match, mm -hmm. but I don't know. You know? Well, I mean, um, it was, garbage. was it well received Len? Do you remember? The He's out. <laughs> I think he lost in the viewer vote as to who wins this book or land. Nice. So um let's see. Tim says I was all about this series. It was so not important, but it was a bunch of fun. And then Noel I had to respond is, to him. Is also yeah. commenting, hot take, because it was so slight, I might have liked reading it a touch more than JLA Avengers. Mm. And so, yeah, this is the op the total opposite of JLA Avengers. While JLA yeah. Avengers may have been a bit too uh, crammed full of stuff, this one was like, guys, nothing. We don't need anything. There's <laughs> just just yeah. make up. Listen, brothers. Guys, it's brothers, and yeah. they're fighting, and there's a cardboard box in an alley. Go. Like, yeah, it's like... It's like, oh, hey, let's just, they're metaphors, and the metaphors will fight. And, yeah. and because they're metaphors, you're you're making it a metaphor in your head. It's fine. It doesn't make sense, but it doesn't yeah. make sense on purpose. I mean, like, this, I oh, shut cool. up. It's great. I thought it was cool. The two brothers, they are everything except each other. I was like, that's an interesting idea, you know, when they introduce. That we will never yeah. see again. As a metaphor. Oh, no. Actually, I, I want, but I want this. I want this access character somewhere else. Like I, I want. Cool, yeah. I want in like a year or two, uh, fucking him to show up at the end of a Jeff Johns book, like, <gasps> like just a, a tiny deep cut that he pulls out to like seed something else for fourteen years. He did. Well, show I remember. And yeah, right. Like one time, JD. All access. Yeah. Wasn't there a series called All Access, and it had him as the as the main character? Yeah, I mean, look, there was. I bet Tim. Way. I bet Tim will chime in. Tim, what's all access? Didn't didn't access come back? This kid, because they co-own that character. But I think just one, I think it was DC that published the time that he showed up, or or like 
maybe one other time in some other book that was just a very minor appearance. I don't remember. That was my next question too. Like if yeah. he ever were to come back, where the fuck would he come back and who right. is responsible right. for him and who owns him and blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, I, I want a quick raise of hands. Who enjoyed the, the series? I enjoyed it. Okay. I enjoyed I it because it sucked. Like it I was, was so worried, bad. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Does that count? It counts. I mean, sure. you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I was a little worried because Noel had said in our in our messaging group that it wasn't so great, and I was like, "Oh no!" But oh, don't take my liking as a victory. I liked it for very. Oh, no, no. I was just worried. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no! What if I what if I don't enjoy it?" But then I found myself going through it, and I was like, ah, "I'm breezing through these. This is fun, and it just is all about <laughs> them meeting each other." You know, like that's the thing, and so like each. It was less meaty than I remembered. Although I do like the brothers and access and I, I like that kind of story. I thought that was cool. Um, like the cosmic stuff that was going on. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. What did you think of the Amalgam series? Dope. Yeah, yeah, you're into it? Okay. Yeah. It was like, the Amalgam series is always what I... So I, w I remember when this came out, I was real excited about it and it lived up. I loved it. You know, it was awesome. DC and Marvel were meeting, you know? It had happened way before I was reading comics and like the Superman, Spider-Man, but that was like an old thing and different. They always existed together in that universe. So this, it was cool. Um, actually, I remember being annoyed at a couple of the outcomes when I was first reading it that now I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Silver Surfer, Green Lantern. I'm like, eh, yeah, that I could see that. Whereas I think at the time, I don't really remember which ones I was annoyed at. Although I remember the Flash Quicksilver turning out completely differently. I remember Flash losing, and I was pissed at that. And I read it, and I was like, oh, sweet. The Flash won. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Question. No. Is, would this be good outside of nostalgia? Yeah, so that's what, when you said that, I was like, oh, is that the only thing? And then as I was reading it, I was like, ah, some fun superhero action. This yeah, but cool. everything you just explained was how you felt before and remembering how you felt before. That's <laughs> yeah, nostalgia. That's would would this be good outside of nostalgia? But that's because I was talking about, in answer to JD's question and Len saying, like, when it came out, this is how I felt. So I went down that track. But, yeah, I found myself like, oh, sweet. Just like just like back then, but now, again. Nostalgia. Oh, no. Just like back then, but now again, when Wonder Woman picks up the hammer, I was like, "Cool, Wonder Woman picks up that hammer, right?" Mm -hmm. So a repeat of it, but not just remembering. Although that happened as well, I can't turn it off. I no, no, I, remembering as well. But this is not <laughs> an indictment. This is not an indictment of what you like. I like a lot of stuff purely based on nostalgia. Sure. But if you don't have that specific bone, what is this offer? Let me respond with, how could I possibly answer that? Oh, exactly. <laughs> right. And let me respond with, it was a metaphorical question. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I thought it was, I thought it was a cool, good story. There were definitely some like, ugh, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like an involved philosophical tale. It was just yeah. superheroes yeah. meeting up and, and not wanting to fight, but they had to. Yeah, that's what, that's what I liked about, like, uh, <laughs> I enjoyed reading it more than I enjoyed reading JLA Avengers because there was a level of this doesn't matter that made it easier to kind of get through. Like JLA Avengers was 
was very intense, but also cheesy. And it was just very, it was a lot. It was just a lot. And it was a lot in a small amount of time. So it felt like it was being shoved down your throat. This was just so slight and so silly that it was like, oh, this is pretty easy to read. This is fun. This is fine. Um, yeah, see, but, I, I got to oh, go ahead, Len. I was just going to say that where I hear you on JLA Avengers definitely is more involved and to a degree more convoluted and everything, but its storytelling and its imagery reminded me, at least me, of a a a better a certain time in comics and a time in comics that is you know, uh, now looking back on, is remembered for the most part fondly. Yeah. Whereas this crap reminded me of a time in comics that is looked on rather accurately as crap. So I couldn't, it was slight because this, the, the story was slight and BS and it was ugly because the art was uh, gross, very misogynistic, and um, extremely inconsistent throughout all four disgusting, silly issues of what should have been a monumental accomplishment of these two companies. And we're not even getting into the character designs or any of the decisions yeah. of these dumbass battles. That's the thing. Everybody's stuck in their 90s costumes. And you're like, oh, man. Yeah, like, th yeah. that is not let, Thor. I don't me, care what they call him. Yeah. That is not Thor. Let me let me clarify. I don't <laughs> think if I had to pick which one is better, it would be JLA Avengers <laughs> for like 20 different reasons. But when it came to this is your assignment to read, one of them I had trouble and had to take breaks. <laughs> the other one was just like plowed through and I actually enjoyed some of the amalgam. So it was like, all right, this wasn't so bad. It's fine. I felt uh, that I had to take breaks from this. Uh, yeah. I could have read all of it last night and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave a couple for tomorrow morning. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> this, like it's so slight and it's so silly and it's so cobbled together. It's just... It's just a bunch of parts just slammed together and, and in the shape of a bicycle, but it doesn't actually take you anywhere. Um, it, so many of these things felt like, for instance, oh, we're going to have these big battles between these these epic battles, and we're going to have the, the, the readers vote. We're going to have, uh, what was it? We're going to have Lobo and Wolverine. Who could beat? You could win on that one. And the way we're going to show who wins is they're going to fight. And then the camera's going to be back here and we're going to see them disappear behind a bar. And then one of them will come up and have a cigar. That get did not go over well. You, get the hell out of here. Like I have a feeling what they did was they didn't have enough time in between the voting and the release in order to actually draw out the things. Oh, yeah. So they drew, they drew the, the different panels leading up to them going behind the bar and then all that all the artists had to do was draw whoever appears afterwards. Oh, it was probably more than that. It was probably like the actual figure sketches with a cigar and be like, this would work for either one. Just whichever. Yeah, they one both wins. smoke cigars. We're gonna put details. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was not I was not tickled. Um, this was not fun for me. What? Each one is so short too. I think they yeah. wanted to fit in so many, and it's just like, no, here is who won. Not yeah. You know, like a fight between them. I wonder why they didn't do multiple pages for each thing, which, you know, recently came out that they did with Jason Todd, but 
Maybe yeah. They want to pay for it. But I'll tell you what, JD, the bicycle, where this gone us, is what has always lived on more in my memory is Amalgam Comics. Yes, so which that, I hated. That is the thing. <laughs> you didn't, you, you didn't, oh, I was super into them. Dude, you should have read the, the one that I read that was actually really, really great, and then everything else was whatever. Well, we'll get to Amalgam in a, in a second. Let's. I just want to wrap up the DC versus Marvel chat, and then we can get on to, uh, or at least, you know, halfway through it, because then... Uh, you know, uh, all the books take a break and um, all of the, the only comics that came out that month, I believe were amalgam books and they yeah. were all new number ones, but they were written in a way that yeah, yeah, yeah. as if they had existed the entire time and amalgam comics was the only comic company that ever existed, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, as far as, you know, even leading up to it, you've got Ben Riley as Peter Parker yeah. and he says, Someone asks him his name and he goes, well, really it's Ben Riley, but my, my professional name is Peter Parker. So call me that, yeah. which as someone with a nickname, JD, JD is my professional name, but it's also now just my name. Uh, so I kind of get it, but yeah, I think, um, trying to write a timeless, uh, versus event, mm -hmm. but you've got all these strange versions of the characters. Like, yeah, I agree. That's not Thor. I don't know who that dude is, but <laughs> I don't I don't even remember that costume even existing. What does anyone have any background on that? Yeah, it was it was you know didn't last for very long. It was around this time. It, it was like all the Norse gods were lost and then reborn as humans. That did happen, and I think that was this costume. I'm pretty sure, but I just actually read about that a little while ago. I vaguely remember it existing. Like it's just it's so terribly edgy mm. like like he belonged in a hair metal band yeah, it's a 90s costume he's oh, got yeah. a goddamn he's wearing football pads and sure. a midriff with like weird techno shit on his shoulders also he makes fun of donald blake for being crippled which is awesome does he make fun of him or just note it oh yeah no well, I, I mean it, it, he sounds a little dismissive yeah he's yeah. like oh at least your avatar is not as slight as, or is not as a uh, lame yeah. as Donald oh, Blake right. or something. It's slight like, of leg. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he calls him slight of leg. I believe. Though. Why is it even written if that's not to uh, <laughs> sound dismissive of it? Like, uh, that's not conversationally. Yeah. Oh, you turn into a small child. I turn into somebody with a bum leg. Huh. Sucks for me. Like, he's an ableist. It's stupid. Yeah, so weird. Uh, I did love very skimpy costume. Speaking of, you know, like you rarely see a costume that skimpy on a man. Yeah, yeah it's awful. Yeah, well. if, if they're trying to teach a lesson, lesson learned. It's awful. <laughs> um, I did really like Wonder Woman being able to pick up the hammer like it's a fucking paperweight. Like, oh, cool. cool. Oh, here's your hammer. This is cool. Here, here that go. was cool. That was yeah. cool. Yes, but I want to chime in with go some ahead, of the. Uh, let's see, we got. Uh, Tim Hershey says George Perez wins every time when it comes to JLA Avengers versus DC versus uh, Marvel. All agree. Um, if I remember correctly, it was managed by all of the regular editors and separate creative teams beyond, even beyond having two companies involved. JLA yeah. Avengers had a rep from each company, but still only had one creative team. That's right. And then Bob Kolb says dark claw for the win or fuck yeah. the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dark Claw yeah. fucked the world. That's his member Barry talking. That's his member uh, Barry yeah. talking. Because Dark Claw was. Uh, we'll get to amalgam. We'll get to amalgam. <laughs> the, the cool thing about it was very cool that Wonder Woman was able to pick up Thor's 
Mm. Um, Hammer. It was very cool. And it spoke to the power of the character Wonder Woman. But Mm. unfortunately, what spoke to the popularity of the character at the time was that the fans voted that she would lose to Storm. And I love Storm, but there is no way in hell she should beat Wonder Woman. I love that they had, they Lynn's story, they had to depower her from the hammer and her like swimsuit of a costume. (laughs) Right. uh, With like the weird thing, uh, just to maybe make a case for Storm being able to put one over on her. Right. It's just so silly. Like, I will only fight you nobly. Let me put down this godlike power. <laughs> it was so terrible. It was yeah. super terrible. That was the only one that I, like I said, I remember disagreeing with a bunch of them. That was the only one that I was like, no way. You know, that's not, there's no way that would happen. I feel like all the other ones, I could see it, you know. Uh, Almost definitely. Like yeah. the Silver Surfer Green Lantern, it was appropriate that that one was only two pages. Because like, if that is expanded any longer, it would have been BS. Yeah, they I didn't even... Kyle could have beaten him later, maybe. But looking back, I'm like, yeah, you know. What, like as Ion? Or like right after the original like Power of Ion storyline when he yeah. was just like better at wielding the ring, like that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. But uh, yeah. what were you gonna say? No, I was sad to see GL go down, but I was also like, it's a fucking silver surfer. Yeah, I was <laughs> right. gonna say, like, he would, he would just yeah. do this, yeah. And he's real exactly. early in, you know, he's like a few years yeah. after getting the ring, which is like a couple I mean, in comic there. book time, it would be like, right. I've been doing this for six whole weeks. <laughs> right. Uh, I was, I was just gonna say, yeah. um, <laughs> they didn't even have uh, Thanos and Darkseid fight, they were just right. Chasing yeah. each other, right. yeah. I guess. <laughs> like, we're not going to bother trying to figure this shit out. Uh, we're just going to move people around. I like that it was them, though. You know, like, I like those sort of, like, in, in universe, or, like, out-of-universe things. Like, Thanos is often considered a knockoff of Darkseid. And, you know... Darkseid like, cause them on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, let's, can we talk really quickly about Robin and Jubilee? Yeah. Um, yeah. I have, That's my favorite part. I, it was nice, but then it was creepy, but then it was nice again, and then it went back to creepy. What was creepy? What was um, creepy? Yeah. Uh, they're, how old are they? 16? Yeah, teenagers, I guess, yeah. So, yeah. they're, fu- like, at, first of all, it was like, uh, Jubilee just sees this cute boy, and he's like, she, he's mine, and I love him. This was like a, like a knowing him for an hour. But then, at, at their fight, it's, so you're going to untie me now? And he's just like, <laughs> and then it cuts to black. And then they're in Paris on a gondola. It was just, it was like it escalated super quick and it wasn't, it wasn't cute anymore. It was like 45 year old men talking about kids. It was weird. Oh, I don't know. I read that way. I thought it was cute. Yeah. I read that like 16 year old romances. Yeah, exactly. Plus, they're born from each other because of their universal similarity. You know, like that point was pretty. Oh, so it's like your sister or your cousin. I mean, if you want to get down like that, it's fine. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I think it was. I think it was. It, it was really only their fight that kind of was like, oh, stop it. Like that last line of dialogue. I'll find it. That no, last no, line I of dialogue. It. Yeah, I, I mean, like, presumably Dick Grayson is a super excellent guy. Oh, it's it's Tim, though, right? It's not Dick. Oh, Tim. It's Tim. Yeah, yeah, Tim it's Tim. They're it's all Tim. fantastic people. Like they were just in a situation. He had just beat her. I'm. I'm sure everything was cool. He's a. I didn't think that they. Slept right. together. It was. I thought it, it was, was a, just. 
Right. I, I read it as like a sexual connotation. Like you're going to untie these ropes and he smirks and smiles and it cuts to black. No, Ooh, I thought it was just like them flirting and making but, out. Like very flirty, but like everyone seemed on board. I guess that's what I meant. It wasn't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. My actual... no, I... Go ahead, JD. I was just going to say, I, I love that. I laughed out loud when I was like, everyone was fighting and then it's just them two hanging out, making out or whatever. Like, all right. Mm. This yeah, we got to do this cool. now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Also, I want to say, like, assuming that Dick or uh, Tim Drake or anybody is a great guy in the real world is not necessarily what you can do. But here, because we know these people from an um, like an omniscient level, basically, like we know that as a character, he is a good person um, and, you know, wouldn't do anything untoward is why yeah. I feel more free to make that. Oh, thing. hang like, on. Not to it, it. Right. I'm not. I am not saying that that's what was creepy about it. Uh, I just no, no, that he would take advantage of somebody that's tied up. Come on. Huh. No, it was more along the lines of just like a beat too long to make it seem like a touch too hypersexualized for two teenagers who just met. Like it was the the dialogue oh, itself was. Um, <laughs> you are. It, it, I'm sorry. No, it's not true to life in a book like this. Um. <laughs> um you are planning on untying me though, right, handsome? Since you put it that way, dot dot dot, and he winks. Like, yeah. all right, cool. Oh, yeah, I didn't didn't bother me. I thought it was cute. Yeah. 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 My, my, the, the two of them flirting, so yeah, continuing their flirting. Like the, letting them know that the fighting didn't get in the way of how they were feeling for one another. Right. So yeah. it didn't it, it didn't bother me. It didn't bother me. My favorite part in the book actually start very on is very early in the book and that is the scene between spider-man and the joker in the top because yeah. i i thought the joker was like i was like okay i like this joker yeah he, he's just uh he's he he recognized this spider-man from and it was cool that he recognized spider-man from when the old time <laughs> when marvel and dc crossed over um and to see him like calling Spider-Man like, yo, what's up with your suit and all this other stuff. I, I, I enjoyed every aspect of that. Mm. And I thought the art was strong on that, those mm. couple of pages, and then it gets progressively looser. Well, Jurgen draws a good Joker. Yeah. yeah. How was, does anybody know how the chores were kind of divvied out? Because it's, for every book, it's a writing team and a penciling team. Like, it's not just Jurgen's. The well, Jurgens and Claudio uh, Castellini. Yeah, he's yeah. he's the guy that draws everybody looking like a porn star. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and which like, I, actually, I thought you know back in the day there was a little bit of hubbub around Wizard Magazine. I think I remember reading in this. Um, there was uh, an artist named Bart Sears, mm -hmm. and then Bart Sears had a I want to say it was an exclusive contract with a company, and so he started doing other work under a. And another name, and I, I think that name might have been Nelson or something. Yeah. Um, but it was still Bart Sears. And so I actually looked it up afterwards because this other artist, uh, was it Castellini? Yes. Claudio Castellini is so Bart Searsy with some of his stuff that I was wondering if it was actually just Bart Sears <laughs> under a different name. <laughs> but it's not. No, 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 no. No, he's actually an Italian artist. He did some Dylan dog work. Um, huh. Yeah. But. <laughs> And he's not a you bad know, I, artist, but it's just that everybody looks like a porn star. There's it's no very credit. of the '90s. There's no credits in the second, in the second Which, issue. I was trying to see because uh, so then the first one, 
Oh, I guess it's on the cover. In the first one, it's Ron Mars with thanks, special <laughs> thanks to Peter David. And then in the second one, Ron Mars isn't even listed. I was just wondering, did they, was this, if this story was constructed like them tossing a football back and forth, then <laughs> it makes more sense as to why it read that way. You know, like a well, yes and kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah, I think yeah. Um, what it was is like one of the, what the, was it DC versus Marvel were two of the issues and other two mm -hmm. of the issues were Marvel versus DC. And I believe those are probably by the different creative teams. Mm. Yeah. Um, Tim said, uh, of course, mm. the target was 13 year old boys. <laughs> I mean, I was pretty, cool. <laughs> I, maybe if, if I was a 13 year old boy, it wouldn't bother me. But for some reason, it just felt weird in the middle oh, of this. The, the women. Yeah. Castellini did a bunch of Marvel work in the 90s, too, Tiz, says Tim. Yeah. yeah um, that's why he was a closer so, child at the time. So, Len, going back to what you were just saying, I agree. Like, when it first started off with Spider-Man and, and Joker, I was like, oh, okay, this is, you know, pretty basic. This is fun. But, yeah, Joker seems to recognize that Spider-Man's from a different universe, maybe because he remembers it. But then nobody else in the series remembers having met these yeah. characters before during JLA Avengers. There was a Batman Spider-Man that came out but it was, I'm pretty sure it was this costume. So that part doesn't make sense. But wait, what's uh, the JLA Avengers? Yeah, the JLA Avengers was after this. Yeah, yeah they don't, cool. it's not that he remembers them from that. He remembers them, he remembers him oh, because I think, I can't remember if Batman Spider Man happened before this. It was or, Superman Spider Man. No, that's that right. Was Super, it was Superman Spider Man because um, Joker was. Uh, Wait. Joker wasn't in Superman, but there was there was a Batman Spider-Man that came out around the same time as Silver Surfer Green Lantern. There was like a prestige yeah. format and, book. And, and wasn't that before this? Yeah, I think I think that's what Joker's referring to. Yeah, that's what he's referring yeah. to. That's what I thought. Oh, Superman my bad. That's my bad. Superman Spider-Man was like in the 70s. Yeah. 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 Because bat because because the 70s one was Batman Hulk. So Spider-Man oh, yeah. that one. Yeah. I don't think I ever got to read that. Yeah. You know? it, it, they only were hard about, back then, back in those days. Only good thing about that is uh, Jose Luis Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. Yep, drew that book, and that's the only good thing about that. Yeah. book. <laughs> he's so good. But but yeah, even so, I don't get why Joker doesn't recognize the costume. I'm pretty sure he had that costume in there. No, no, no. I think he had his original costume in okay, yeah. Spider Man. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I like the callback. Well, that's no, not callback. It's just because we recently read JLA Avengers. It was interesting to see uh, Captain America and Batman. Uh, yeah, and the way that kind of played out. Yeah, yeah. For them to be the kind of ones that remove themselves again from the. But the I, I like. I thought about that too. Like, oh, these these two like kind of are the ones that figure things out on a yeah. different level. But then. I remembered, uh, what was it, in JLA Avengers, the idea that uh, it was Captain America and Superman are the paragons of each universe. So they mm -hmm. are kind of like more susceptible or, or in tune yeah, yeah. to each like kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, oh, I, yeah. it would be cool if those matched up. Oh, yeah. But it was Batman was, that was thrown in. Yeah, that, that would have been cool. I wonder if it was partially because, I mean, Batman was really popular now. I mean, this was kind of the beginning or closer to the beginning of like what has continue to be, you know, his mm -hmm. kind of ascendant popularity. And also for how it resolves that they're like two guys who yeah. themselves, that kind of thing. Yeah. 
Uh, let's move on to the amalgam books. Uh, so each of us read uh, a couple because uh, there were 12 of them originally, and then they released another 12. Uh, but we just decided to focus on the original 12. So I read Bullets and Bracelets and uh, Spider Boy. But then Len read Legends of Dark Claw, Amazon, and JLX. Noel read Doctor Strange Fate, Bruce Wayne Shield, uh, Agent of Shield, and Super Soldier. And then Brian read Magneto and his Magnetic Men, Speed Demon, and I think way more than that. <laughs> yeah. Also, I didn't read Magneto and his Magnetic Men. Oh. But a bunch I thought of you did because it was in your in your box. Uh, I was going to, but there was yeah. uh, I misunderstood what you wanted out of this. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Bob says Dark Claw was like one of those action figures you bought at the dollar store that had vaguely familiar features of characters you actually knew. That is absolutely <laughs> correct. It does. Yeah. He is he is a, a wow. That is so on point because yeah, Dark Claw is this amalgamation of Wolverine and Batman in every conceivable way. <laughs> That is just way too much. It is. Just, I mean, like his costume is just too. It's just so much going on because it's Wolverine's like mask, but then over it, it comes down to an actual uh, like bat. Wings. Yeah, well, like they're bat. They're bat wings too. They're like, bat. They're, they're bat wings. I hate and it then so it much. comes down to the, like the whole bat face with the like kind of like fangy. Type How much of thing. does he hurt his lip? If he's talking too much or has an underbite, he's just giving you that yelling factor. And then his 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 uh his claws have like you know they're serrated like the like the scalps that are on his sleeve. I mean, I'm like, yo, what the hell is going on? And then he's got the cape, and, yeah. and he's got the stripes on his it's legs, like and yellow stripes. Torso. Yeah. The, the yellow makes no sense in the combi in the in the color combination. Unless he wants to get shot in the head, right? <laughs> And then Robin is called Sparrow. Um, oh, I thought the merging of Robin and Jubilee was. Well, I, I thought mean, it worked. It's it's kind of cool, but I mean, it, but then uh, the Joker is now Creed, wow, and he's man. Joker kind of mixed with, I guess, the Jackal. Oh wait, I thought it was. Wait, it was. I thought it was the Joker and the Creeper. They were hyena. Right. Yeah. No, I think it's Joker and Sabretooth, and they're just it's Joker and Sabretooth. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's why he's calling him Creed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. and the hyena. I thought that was a really clever name because it's like kind of saber toothy, but also the right. animal was known for laughing. You know, yeah, because the creeper, the the creeper guy comes in on JLX. He's part of JLX, right? And with Nightcrawler, I think, right? Right. Yeah. Um. Uh. So it it it's so you remember it very fondly because I think it's the one that kind of like took, took hold of you. Like, yeah. like uh, B said, Batman is definitely the most popular hero yeah. walking at this time in 96. Wolverine's um, not so, not so. Wolverine's not far below. So no, that's yeah. why you've got the two yeah. most popular yeah. ones co combined. So everybody remembers that. And as, as overdrawn as the costume is, it, it is memorable. <laughs> um, the, the problem with, to me, and the story is not that bad. It's Larry Hammer who can draw a simple, basic comic book story. The story's not that bad. The problem is the art. The art is Jim Ballant, or Ballant, I don't know how you pronounce his name, B-A-L-E-N-T. It, uh, it should rhyme with talent, but he has none. Because this art is like 13-year-old... It's a 13-year-old boy drawing it. Um, the, uh, I always felt that way about his Catwoman well his his uh 
Huntress in here, who is uh, Carol Danvers, I believe. She walks around sticking her butt out in every in every um, panel. Um, it's the the art just really lets it down, and I. I think the reason why Dark Claw is finally remembered, and this is just going to be a quick leap, is that everyone realizes that, you know, DC versus Marvel, Marvel versus DC, whatever you want to call it, it was a thing. It it happened, but it gave us the amalgam comics. And for the most part, you know, JD's thoughts notwithstanding, <laughs> people loved the amalgam comics for just the fun experiment that it was so much so that i believe even the, the following year or maybe two years later that they said just nixed the whole dc marvel thing and they just put out one month of amalgam comics again yeah and the dark claw one at that time instead of returning to this universe was a knockoff as if Dark Claw yeah. was the Batman cartoon, the animated series. Yeah, so yeah. it was oh, the yeah. Dark Claw animated series comic. And that was fantastic. That you loved it. Oh, yeah, because it simplified it a little bit. It simplified it a little bit. So I think that's why Dark Claw is so fondly remembered. Um, the- yeah, this um this art, this Jim Ballant art, looks vaguely like Tom Lyle, if you remember that artist. Oh, I think you're selling Tom Lyle shorty. He Tom Lyle's a little better. I've never that. liked Tom Lyle, but that's very, very Tom Lyle-y. Is it? Well, I just know so, everybody got the same face. It's also yeah. it's very of its time, and I think that's one reason. So this was the book that I think disappointed me the most because I think like you, Len, I remembered it really fondly. Like Batman and Wolverine combining was like an inspired choice, and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff. But looking at it, I was like, this feels like reading a 90s Batman comic. And I was not that into 90s Batman comics. And the art, you wouldn't have noticed it at the time. Like, that wouldn't stand out in your mind because it was just normal. And then reading it now, it's like, oh, this is not. not (laughs) Look at that mask. Look at that mask. Yeah. Yeah, it's so. There's so much happening. (laughs) Uh, So, all right. So, being cool. And looking at it, it's. But again, like what? in the Batman Adventures one, it's simplified, and I think it is cool. You know, what's cool? The costume. Like I, in my mind, I I remembered that being really cool, and I started reading it, and I was like, wow, I'm not as into this as I, <laughs> I was. And so that was like the biggest drop for me in my yeah. in my. Adventure. Yeah, it was. It was the following summer, 1997. They just okay, did yeah. 12 issues of whatever they wanted. It wasn't related to anything else. So I part of me thinks like because of our ages. For most of us, uh, the that might be the summer or the nostalgicness that we. This is like the seed of that, but it was really that run of books that mm-hmm. was like, ooh, amalgam. Like yeah. it wasn't this shit. Oh no, yeah. it's definitely this shit. Like Super Soldier, Liv- well, Super Soldier. You know what I mean? Like for me, but I'm a slightly older than you too. I remember. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm older than you. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, I you're remember, the baby, B. Yeah, I remember. Um, <laughs> I remember the uh, Batman animated series looking cover for Dark Claw. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I remember on the racks, not this stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I, uh, Super Soldier was always oh, the one that, you know, like uh, was the main one for me. Not the main one, but just he's Superman, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so that's Legends of Dark Claw. How was Amazon? Number one by John Byrne and Terry Austin. The. Uh, Amazon actually is not that bad. It's not as bad as I 
I thought as I remembered, I remembered liking the art because it's John Byrne and it's it's John Byrne not at the height of his powers, but you know he's still Byrne. <laughs> um, but uh, it's not it's not that bad. It basically is, you know, um, it's supposed to like kind of like catch you in the middle of an adventure, but it it uses this fight between. Uh, Amazon, who's this amalgamation of Wonder Woman and Storm, to give you her origin of or- Oreo or Aurora. I can never say her name. Aurora. <laughs> Storm. Aurora is how I always. Yeah. Yeah. Storm being <laughs> rescued on Themyscira by Hippolyta and raised alongside yeah. Diana Prince um, and learned and, and taught how to develop her powers and everything like that. Now, you don't learn from this comic book why she is anointed as the Wonder Woman, you know, and has the garb, mm. but you at least learn how she got to Themyscira and and there's an allude, there's a um, you see that Diana Prince does operate in this universe and th- and there's another amalgam book where you see exactly wh- what her character turns out to be in this universe um but it it it, it works for what it is and it, it actually is kind of cool in 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 that, that there's not a great big battle even though there is action the, the it ultimately is reasoning that you know wins the day in this in this battle which speaks to you know um wonder woman sure. being like you know this more reasonable person this is certainly not the warrior wonder woman of that we've seen later in the 90s and in, in the two to, two to two, the 2000s this is more classic wonder woman yeah. of the time um uh, which makes sense being mixed with storm uh, so it's, is it actually there a reason she's got cat eyes that's the way. That's the way Storm has always kind of been. Now Storm has like no pupils, right? Only when she's using her powers, I think. Yeah, I think it's uh, technically it's only when she's using her powers. Um, but to your to your in your defense, JD, some people have some artists have you know uh, not a uh, draw her with not as sure a footing, so they will draw her like just kind of like in repose. Still with the regular, you know, no pupils. But technically, she's only supposed to be like that when she uses her powers. And then you read JLX by Gerard Jones and Mark Wade with art by Howard Porter. How was that? Oh, that's a convoluted piece of mess, man. It's fun. (laughs) It's fun because right from the opening page, it's the JLX, which I don't know if you actually ever learned what that's supposed to mean. But you're introduced what you learn oh that's right they are an offshoot of, of this universe's JLA which are the I think Justice Justice Liberator Avengers or something like that Judgment League the Judgment League Avengers yes right Ju- Judgment I know it's something yeah the Judgment, Judgment League. League Avengers yes, it's even worse than just it's even more like violent than just calling yourself the Avengers. I know, right? <laughs> Judgment League Avengers. Why? Why bother with the league part? Just it, exactly. Avengers. Just, just Judgment just, Avengers. Just, yeah. Exactly, man. Or Judgment yeah. League. Judgment League would also. Right. Yeah. yeah. A lot easier, but but it's kind of cool 
because the Judgment League is Super Soldier, is Dark Claw, is Captain Marvel, which is Shazam and the uh, actual Captain Marvel from the time. Um, there's a Hawkeye who I imagine is Green Arrow and and Hawkeye. Um, so you 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 got all these cool you know amalgamated heroes right there, and they're going after their team. The members of their team that are kind of like run off, who you learn are the mutants of their team, mm. which uh, led by the original mutant, uh, the Mariner, which is some uh, Namor and Aquaman together. So I thought that was kind of cool because that's the first I hadn't remembered that. So that was like would have been the first iteration to me of Namor looked as, as possibly a mutant, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then they kind of like allude to that uh, the Atlanteans may have also been like <laughs> m- mutants as well. Um, you laughing okay, at I Terry Lee? I just saw Terry's comment. It, Lobo, it, got it, Lobo got robbed. Lobo did get robbed. Um, I think but, no one won that fight, including the readers. No, no, nobody did. Nobody did. So the JLX, is, it's fun. It's convoluted. Some of the... The, the, the story beats are kind of interesting in that there is... Um, the rogue is kind of like she's called Runaway. I'm not that, I have never been able to figure that out. I couldn't figure it out who she's the amalgamation of. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I know it's Rogue, but right. I don't know who she's who she's just, or DC she's with. She has black hair oh. and a black jacket, as opposed to brown hair and a brown jacket. I didn't read this one, so I don't remember like what her powers are but i have never yeah she has rogue's powers so she's able to strip away people's powers all right but she's she's uh, she's amalgamated with someone and i can't figure who oh could it be gypsy runaway gypsy the cat oh gypsy you're right and her name is runaway and yeah she could like blend into the background but so basically she has black hair and a black jacket is the yes but and she's rogue basically oh tim says gypsy yeah, there yeah. So that go. makes it. But the cool thing is that she's dating the gambit of this of this universe. Mm-hmm. The gambit, uh, who is, but the gambit has Nightcrawler's features, but he stretches like the amalg- elongated man. Hmm. Um, but he still has. He has Gambit's kind of like powers, but he has Nightcrawler's features Wait. because there's a night creeper hmm. wait is he is he supposed to be like what is it obsidian or something like the the yes. jsa character oh, so tim that's who he's tim mixed just up. tweeted yeah he's tim obsidian. Just obsidian but yeah. but you wouldn't know that because he's drawn like gambit so you're thinking that he looks like he's obsidian with the trench coat it's cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's cool if you know that it's obsidian but i I forgot well, all about Obsidian. I mean, <laughs> these books are only for deep core nerds. So. Oh, Terry so, says, yeah. did anybody combine with Hal Jordan? No, because Hal Jordan wasn't around. Yeah. It was Kyle Rayner. Uh, somebody did in Speed Dude. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, which I didn't read. Okay. That's yeah. a perfect segue. There we go. Yeah, so, it is, because trust me, I've said uh, enough <laughs> to be said about JLX. Now, hold on a second. <laughs> Len, which of these did you like the best? Oh, that's a good question. Dark Claw. Starclaw, Amazon, or JLX? I probably, on the whole, like Amazon. Amazon was more of a complete complete package. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I would say Brian, Amazon. Yes. Tell us about Speed Demon by Howard Mackey, James Felder, Salvador La Roca, and Al Milgram. 
All right, so Speed Demon was always the one that I was the most disappointed in. Like from from back when it first came out, I always felt it was like the only stumble of the Amalgam line. And it's the Flash combined with Ghost Rider and Etrigan, which is an unusual pairing. And I, I feel like the only reason is the name Speed Demon. And like he doesn't really do a lot of super speed stuff either. It's mostly Ghost Rider Etrigan stuff. And also that there were two generations. There's Johnny Blaze and and Danny Ketch was, I think, Ghost Rider at the time. And then Barry Allen and Wally West, right? So, uh, and it was, it was not great. Like, I also did not enjoy how the story progressed. Real quick, the Hal Jordan thing is, he is, the opening of the story is, he's in an alley he has been framed by Uatu the Guardian um, for having killed the rest of the Starbrand Corps. And he's in like a green suit and he's got a Starbrand on his, uh, on his, across his eye. And they, and they use the words new universe, like Uatu used it. And I was like, ah, like new universe, like the thing the Starbrand is from. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then Speed Demon shows up and kills him for doing the thing that he was framed to have done. So. <laughs> um, I'm, I, I didn't get a chance to read this, but I'm like scamming, skimming it. The first, mm -hmm. in the first 10 pages, there's roughly 4,000 text boxes. Oh yeah. Roughly, this give or take a thousand. I, I just yeah. like, like it's, it's one to 7,000 somewhere in there. Yeah. It's, it it's about a, that. This is a dense ass book. Yeah. <laughs> And it it uh, lightens up on that a little a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> I like how he had a he had a he had one issue, but seven issues worth of story. Like, let's get this in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you also have uh, the because it's a they're like a circus, so you've got like a, a mistress miracle, Miss Miracle, sorry, and uh, Chunk and Blob are together. Um, the Night Spectre is the villain, which I thought was weird. Like, why is the Spectre amalgamated with Nightmare, the bad guy, you know? And it... Especially uh, since, isn't the Spectre one of the two Yeah, he's like creatures. holding together. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like a, a portion of him, and that's why it got turned into a villain. Sure. Or maybe it doesn't matter. <laughs> True. But I always feel with those things, I'm like, well, why is this? Why could this yeah. be? You know, oh, I'm, really I'm figuring out, you know, that kind of thing. It's probably back to like what uh, what Tim from last week said with the like every, fourteen different creative teams working on this, so coordination yeah. was out the door. Yeah. There's definitely some overlap too with characters that like one character refers to Mephisto of Apocalypse, and yet somebody else like Mephisto is merged with somebody else. It's a whole yeah. It's Mephisto Satanus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Terry wants to know: Does the Etrigan rhyming make an appearance with Speed Demon? Oh. oh God! Did you just finish? <laughs> so here's the thing. That was awesome. <laughs> oh my God, Tim! I or Terry, I totally forgot about it. I would not have remembered to bring it up. But it so Etrigan is always like hit or miss. You know, sometimes you get somebody who can really do it, and other times not. And this was not one of those times. But worse than that, like worse than just like eh, like just like words that rhymed at the end of sentences and crazily out of order, like not grammatically incorrect, but you, nobody ever talks that way, like forced, very forced. 
And, and I, sometimes, what's that? I, I just I found, found a couple one. of fun ones, yeah. My my lost soul found a knight specter defeated. I wish no hell. My mission is completed. But these have Come obviously on. taken a strange turn. Who are you, stranger? What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. Not, there's no rhyme at the end there. He just drops it. He just forget. Well, so actually later on, it turns out he doesn't have to rhyme. Oh, but also sometimes they're just like near rhymes and they're not even yeah. that near. It's like if you really, it's like peace and rest or something this like is, that. You know? <laughs> I found one where he gets interrupted. The water served oh, okay. simply as distraction. My hellfire, hellfire now reduces you to a fraction. Prepare yourself where you lie for now. It's time for you to shunk. <laughs> I bet it's really bothering him. Like when, he, yeah, like, that's <laughs> why he kills him. Yeah, he can't. He didn't finish the run. Yeah. So he is Jay Garrick. Etrigan is actually Jay Garrick. Somehow he is like he drops his rhyming at one time. He is a, a soul. Iris is Iris was killed, and and Blaze Allen is trying to free her. Who they later refer to as the family of Blaze Men. That is his the man's first name. <laughs> it's <called>. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you call it that? And Wally Allen is his nephew. And uh so it's right there. And uh so Jay Garrick was one of these pure souls of good or evil that the Night Spectre was collecting. And it um somehow I guess he was just the flash before, and now that's why it's partially blue. I guess he is the demon empowering blaze allen but his soul is then freed wally west becomes the danny catch style and he's got a motorcycle his costume is pretty cool it's just a red and yellow version of ghost rider really red on top yellow on the bottom and it ends yeah uh that's probably the best design of the book it ends in an interesting way where the, the so the night specter has has bonded with a human just like the demon etrigan has and wally's like you know because Blaze is like, you shouldn't have done this, Wally. It's a curse. And he says, well, the specter, you know, somebody said, Merlin said, you'll face your hardest challenge soon, but I'll be near you. But I wonder who the night specter is in. And it turns out that it is in Wally Allen. So that could actually have been an interesting story. You know, I could see that being like a classic thing. Um, but overall, this, it didn't disappoint me the most because I remembered it as being <laughs> the worst one. And yeah. it and it sure was. It just are those, that. Are those called sour member berries? Those are, yeah. You remember how yeah. shitty it is, so it doesn't hurt this time. Gone sour. Um, yes, exactly. I, Tim Tim had just just mentioned it. Uh, Salvador La Roca is favorite of the '90s. I was gonna say I mm. actually prefer this Salvador La Roca than today's Salvador La Roca. Mm. Like today, say the same thing. Super photo referenced, and everybody, every every uh, white guy looks like Sawyer from Lost. <laughs> Uh, it's just, it's really, really creepy looking. Uh, but yeah. this was great. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like old Salvador La Roca way better than I like mm. current Salvador mm. La Roca. It's a very different style and it's very, yeah, just, it looks like he's tracing faces and everybody looks very uncanny Valley creepy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, all right. So, uh, Noel, Noel, you read Dr. Strange Fate, Bruce Wayne of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Super Soldier. Yeah. Dr. Strange Fate, Ron Mars and Josea Luis Garcia Lopez. What did you think of that one? Um, it was my favorite thing I read this week. Wow. Of these. I, you know what? Hang on. Let me clarify that. It's not the favorite thing I read ever this week. Of the assigned readings, it was the yeah. best one. This was, um, this was really cool. 
like uh, Doctor Strange. This was a continuation from issue three because one of the main characters is this access person that's created. So oh. in this new uni- the amalgam universe, Doctor Strange Fate, which is a, a mashup of Doctor Strange and Doctor Fate, but under the mask is not Stephen Strange or mm. the other, like it's a mystery. Um, this access character is being hunted by him, but he sends lackeys to do it. Uh, so it's, um, Frankie Rayner, which is like a John Constantine, Kyle Rayner mashup. Uh, um, Frankie, uh, Ray, Frankie, Ray, Ray Nova, uh, from the fantastic four. I don't know the fuck that is, but okay. Yeah. Either way, she read like a John or actually she read kind of like a, um, a yeah. punk constantly yeah. smoking, magic user so i was like all right cool no i didn't make that connection but that makes perfect sense yeah um and then uh who is it uh bruce banner the skulk (laughs) who's revealed later to be um the solomon grundy and bruce banner mix and then wanda zatara the white witch yes these guys are great i like these yes this was fantastic um Frankie Jane, Frankie Rayner, Jade Nova is lighting her cigarette with the Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah she does that constantly. She has the characteristics of kind of like a a, a John Constantine kind of right. like, why are you hiring these dipshits? I could take care of this myself. This is stupid. Yeah, is that it? Fine. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's really cool. And then um, uh, his servant is a mix of uh, Mixelpitalik and uh, Wong. Yeah. Like this had all of the f- most fun mashups and the story itself was a continuation of slash better than issue three of Marvel D or Marvel DC, DC Marvel, whatever. Yo, he's and got a really good point. Like his objective in this is solid. Like yeah, his, for- his universe is about to be destroyed right. when this guy realizes that he can separate them again. So he's trying to save his universe yeah. at the behest of everyone else's. So like, it, this is just a, the art is spectacular. Oh, um, oh my God. Yo, this yeah. art. It, it reads like a Vertigo book in a weird way, like a Vertigo book through the prism of popular comics or superhero comics. So it's got that kind of style and feel to it, which is almost exclusively art. Even Access's costume doesn't look stupid as shit in this kind of... But, um... Uh, look at those shoulder pads, y'all. I know, but because of, because of the art and shading, it doesn't look as garish as it does everywhere else. It's just stupid. <laughs> yeah, uh, but... I like that never occurred to me and it makes it re- that's a really cool this is, uh, this is great. yeah and then it's revealed at the end uh that Dr. Strange Fate can't stop him he mm. lost he takes mm. off his helmet and it's uh Professor Xavier yeah um it's this Charles is Xavier. one of the one of the two best looking books of this whole thing uh, as far mm. as I'm concerned uh this art by um Jose Luis Luis Jose Luis Garcia Lopez um, is just fantastic. With of course, it's got inks by Kevin Nolan, who I love. Mm. Um, and then the other one I would say is Super Soldier Number One, which is written uh, by mm. Mark Wade with art by Dave Gibbons. Yeah. Um, what did you think of that, Noel? Um, it was fine. <laughs> it was, <laughs> oh. It was just fine. Uh, the art was beautiful. Like uh, I, I always <laughs> associate Dave Gibbons specifically with Watchmen, and <laughs> even though I've read tons of other stuff that he's drawn. I just always associate him with Watchmen. So like, you know, I read that entire Green Lantern run, but I don't consider him superhero. You know, it's mm. weird. It's just a mental issue. So him doing like real classic Superman poses and red, white, and blue is just like, oh, this is kind of cute. This is nice. 
the story though is pretty stupid. Like this is not a very good book. Um, it's very, it is in, unlike the last mashup that was kind of like fresh and like the, the Dr. Strange fate where it was like really good combinations that make sense for a story purpose. This literally was just taking the two characters and putting them at each other. This is captain America. And the super soldier serum was because of the Kryptonian ship and they reverse engineered that and hmm. injected him with that. So it's literally just, and, and how they like, they don't explain as to why it's even a mashup of costumes. Cause it's essentially just the super soldier program hmm. with Kryptonian. <laughs> why does he have that field? Like, where did he get that? Was it, in, was it part of the ship? It is not talked about. It's yeah. just, it's just there. Like this is it's weird. That part's this weird. is very reverse engineered lazily. This is not a very good book. Um, but it's super great, Looks great to look though. at. Yeah. yeah, it's super great to look at. And um, uh, I love what they did with, uh, they mashed up Lex Luthor and Red Skull. So it's the Green Skull, which yeah. as a segue, he shows up as the main baddie in Bruce Wayne, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. I thought it was cool. Written how by- weaker. Oh. Uh, super, I, I hadn't picked up on it at the time, but Superman or Super Soldier is weaker now. Just yeah. like in that time in continuity he was because of Green K bombs. In the, so it's like he used to be more powerful and now he's not. And mm-hmm. I didn't pick up on the like meta commentary in that uh, the first time around. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty dope. Um, yeah. And then Bruce Wayne, agent of shield, which was, it didn't suck. Uh, it was which all right. Was written by Chuck Dixon with art by Carrie Nord. Yeah. I, I lo- first of all, I like Carrie Nord now versus 30 years ago. Uh, He's gotten he's I, I just like his style now because it has changed. This is very uh, I don't know. It's just it's it's kind of heightened in a way that I think would feel better in a comedy. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of his facial expressions are yeah. very punchline ish and and it's 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 hard to put my thumb on. It's just it feels like this book was supposed to be a parody and it's not written like one, just the way that it's <laughs> drawn. Yeah, mm-hmm. very early Carrie Nord. Um, but it's still good. It's just Bruce Wayne. His parents were still killed when he was young. And instead of go off and train to be a ninja with the League of Assassins, he just uses his parents' money to, uh, I mean, buy shield. Like he he uh, <laughs> he builds his own army and then they usurp shield and blah, blah, blah. But but uh, Nick Fury is still around. It's still his boss. So there's still like a hierarchy. And uh, Tony Stark is... Um, a vegetable in a electronic chair that gives them whatever. The only thing that was really, really cool about this book is Sergeant Rock and Nick Sh- and Nick Fury are like friends. They're war buddies that are yeah. constantly complaining with each other. Yeah. And it's, oh, it was like, I would rather watch, I would rather read that book. Uh, <laughs> I like Moonwing. Moonwing, yeah. yeah. Moonwing's cool. Oh, and he makes up like Barbara Gore or Barbara is Huntress in this book, even though Huntress was also in Dark Claw. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and also her- associated, I think. Like there's we there's like hints that Logan and and Shield or Bruce Wayne are, but they never I don't think that's ever addressed. No, yeah. this yeah, it's it's not. Um this was a, this was fine. What I liked the most about this book, it's one of the ones that was constructed like it's the middle of a series, yeah. even though it's a number one and it's got a cliffhanger. But I kept reading and I read the I read the fake uh, letters page, which all of these have fake letters columns and they're great. Yeah, it's fine. They were, yeah. they were the all the letters in this one talk about how 
they followed from the last series and they they're they're so happy about this number one starting because uh you know i've been a fan ever since bruce wayne 2020 or 2000 or 202 to 2013 yeah. where he fought the green skull for the first time they were making up fake stats to kind of build this yeah which i was like that's fun this is yeah. cool so like all three of mine that i read i enjoyed whether it was for the art the cute stuff or both like i enjoyed the amalgam issues a shit ton more than I enjoyed the event. Yeah. The super I agree. soldier. I agree. Yeah. The super soldier one. I remember like, just like, you know, like Dave Gibbons doing like, like, like pure superhero art yeah. he, and he could draw a real muscular dude. I'm like, okay, this is kind of interesting. Um, but the story was, was just like a little, eh, a little cute. Um, I remember liking Bruce Wayne, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. more than I thought I would, more hmm. than I was supposed to. And I think that's because um, Nord is trying to do like a little knockoff of, of Jim Steranko's yeah. um, Fury hmm. um, from the 60s. So that felt kind of cool to me. So I was in on that. But you, then like... You read it the, this time or from back then? From back then, oh, yeah. Okay. And then... Uh, Doctor Strange Fate, that was the one that was the winner for me of all of them because yeah. the art just knocked it out. And I'm sorry, I even I got lost again right now when y'all were talking and just <laughs> staring into the eyes of Wanda Zatara and just saying, like, yo, I need that white witch to have a comic book and soon to be movie now. Because that is she was just breathtaking. Yeah, she uh, she is a interesting character. Like yes. Zatanna <laughs> with no morals. Yes, it was, it was great. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I, I read. Uh, uh, sorry, JD. Go ahead. JD looks so sad. Oh, the Jason Todd was like so far away from coming back, but is in this, uh, which I thought was interesting. Oh. Is in Bruce Wayne, Agents of Shield, mixed with mm-hmm. Deathlock, like he had been. Oh, killed. that's right. That's right. He was he yeah. was a bad guy, and it was just like that voice, and it's Jason Todd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Terry says, Hit Monkey and Detective Chimp would be my dream mashup. What are yours? We'll come back to that later. Keep that in the back of your brains, fellas. We're going to go back to who your dream mashup would be. Ooh. I read Spider Boy by Carl Kessel and Mike Waringo. Yeah, you did. Uh, I, yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, you read. Uh, I again, it was the only one I was interested in, even back then. Uh, the only one I was stoked about was because I was such a Spider Man fan. I was like, Oh, Spider Boy! and I remember reading it and being like, oh, f- oh, god damn it, this is not for me. I don't care about this. I-, I wasn't a big fan of any of this event that was happening, and uh, even the one I was looking forward to, I was disappointed in. And reading it now is actually kind of fun. Uh, sometimes, uh, some of these mashups work better than others. Uh, the one I like in this one is, um, it's I guess it's Bizarro and Carnage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and his name is Bizarnage. Yeah. <laughs> try, yeah, guys. Bizarnage. Just try. So, but um, I, I was a big fan of the late Mike Waringo. So mm-hmm. it was very cool to be reading some old Waringo stuff again. Ringo art. Um, but this was this was actually kind of fun reading it a second time. Basically, you've got Spider Boy. Who um and oh, again they another bad one, his uncle Jen. Oh. <laughs> Why not her his uncle? Aunt? General Thunderbolt Ross is his <laughs> uncle Jen. <laughs> um, you know Peter Parker winds up dying. They're trying to create the superhero sy- syndrome, and um, Peter Parker dies in the explosion. But he's you know this kid's in the um 
the tank as one of the ones being experimented on, and he gets some superpowers. He gets a web gun and the ability to uh, – oh, foc I could change the focus of my personal gravity and cling to walls, which gave me a certain amount of super strength. So, again, it's this weird kind of power, like Superboy's, where it's tactile telekinesis. <laughs> like, it's just a strange-ass power. Yeah. Um, but I, and the costume is kind of overdone, a little ridiculous, but also kind of fun. So uh, this is like, I think my favorite part of this is that they're writing it as if it ex has existed for years. Hmm. Um, and they've got little caption boxes like, hey, check out this episode of, you know, the Fantastical Spider-Boy number 32 from five years ago for, for yeah. reference to whatever's happening here. And then eventually we get Mary Jane, the insect queen. Yeah. Um, so, like, it was fine. Um, th this whole experiment for me is a huge failure. Um, I'm not super into it. Um, it was fine. Again, like, this is an abject like, failure. <laughs> like Noel said, though, my favorite part is the letters page where we had people writing in as if this had been going on forever. And one of the things that the writer is upset about, the, the letter writer, is that there's so many Spider-Boy <laughs> comics. <laughs> yeah. Just like back in the 90s, there were like 50 Spider-Man yeah. comics. I like that they were sort of taking jabs at themselves in this. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's this wasn't great. The it other thing I read was Bullets and Bracelets by John Ostrander and Gary Frank. Again, one I picked because I'm a huge fan of the artist. I'm a big Gary Frank fan. And uh, he does some he's pretty great work. It's still great. You know, it's I think the inking is not top-notch. Um some of the lines are a little too thin and haven't translated well from being scanned in, I think is part of the problem. But mm. again, it was, it was lovely to look at. And again, 1990s, this woman's costume, she's got like a bikini with some leather straps and some running shorts with more was, leather straps and then a leather jacket on top of it. That was yeah. just the costume yeah. at the time too, right? That costume yeah. doesn't breathe. At all. <laughs> yeah. But that was just her regular universe costume in that time, wasn't it? Like, she was in no, that no. shortly before. It's pretty close to what... You remember when they, she wasn't Wonder Woman? I, I, I remember... I do remember at a the time they they like threw her in, a, in a, like a bolero jacket like that for a minute. It did not last very long at no. all. But Ooh, what is I don't that? remember. If I'm right. That's that's Big Titania. Oh. The mixture of Big Barda and... Yeah. Titania. Hmm. This was interesting. The art is interesting because it is it's still kind of good, but you can still see Gary Frank still trying to find his own style. Hmm. He's got like some there's a couple of images remind me of uh Alan Davis in here. He's trying to oh, yeah. roll off of that style a little bit. But it's still kind of interesting. Um so yeah, the only oh but then oh so they took <laughs> they took Thanos and Darkseid <laughs> and they mushed them together in this book. His name Thanoside. <laughs> well, you're just literally just smushing things together. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, so the only interest I got out of any of this was the art by uh, where Ringo and um, uh, Gary Frank. Tim says, oh, Ringo, with a sad face. That was actually almost Diana's costume in the 90s, says Tim. So he agrees with Brian. And I was in love with Gary Frank from his Hulk work. Oh, that's right. He was doing the Hulk you, back then. Did you do the Peter David Hulk? Was that... Or some of that, anyway. 
I, I, I must have been right. Maybe a piece of, like oh yeah yeah, yeah like a piece of it, about right? it. It was what's that? that? Well, first of all, that run was like super long. Oh, it was like three hundred issues. So it was like Dale Kwan <laughs> yeah. and a couple of artists. But I think it. I think yeah, Gary Frank did a piece of that, right? Yeah, he, I, I remember. I that. never connected it before, but thinking about some of that run, it seems very good. Like when he was with Prometheus and he was in Professor Hulk mode. Uh, JD, they st uh, star Shatter Starfire, whom yeah. Spider Boy is said to have rescued in Spider Boy, uh, is a main character in X Patrol, and they also reference they have a little box that's like you know in the now classic Spider Boy, you know this stuff from when he rescued her. Yeah, uh, the. Uh, Hemogeranian, which I thought was a cool mashup of name. I enjoyed X Patrol a lot. I thought it was. Uh, I th I thought more about the Doom Patrol stuff than I did the uh -huh. like, X X Factor. I guess it was at that time. Um, Niles Cable was cool, uh, and I I, I like the little boxes in Speed Demon. They made up an editor, Stan Schwartz, which I thought. Oh was yeah, they, he he, he shows up here too. Okay, I didn't see him in any of the other ones that I read, and I was a little disappointed. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I saw it. I came across that a couple times in my issues too. Oh, cool. And the next issue boxes, you know, it's like, yeah. what's coming up? What's coming up next? It's interesting. Yeah. Um, is that all? Did we cover all the ones? All the ones we're covering. JD, the one, okay. very, uh, did you notice in Spider Boy, his gun like has a mind of its own for like one second? And yeah, it shoots it. its own web. Yeah, yeah. It that's I think is an interesting like that's totally how a comic would be. You wouldn't necessarily find out what was going on with that gun in this issue. You know, you could be like six issues from now that it's like the gun was alive or you have new a new power. You know, who knows? Um. So wrapping up the uh, with issue four because uh, after this happened, right? We had all these issues come out, and then they wrapped it up with DC versus Marvel number four. And basically, oh, yeah, we gotta go uh, back there. Yeah, <laughs> what it is is like we covered it. The, everyone gets separated again, and then the brothers shake hands, and they both go, "Well done!" And then that's the end of it. And access goes off into his own portal, and that's the end of it. And I was so glad to to be done. Uh, did not enjoy any of this. What did you guys think? Uh. You know, I, I like the big cosmic stuff, and it certainly was not the best example of that. But, you know, the two brothers, that's cool. Them learning from Bruce Wayne and, and Steve Rogers kind of journeys, like like we had talked about earlier, that, like, they're the two best characters for that to be. Um, oh, it reminds me, in, uh, in X-Patrol, Dr. Doomsday is looking to gather these twisted, splintered versions of, of their heroes and you see the yeah. traditional DC and Marvel universe uh, is in there. And so this, uh, you know, this twist and split of them, exactly what Dr. Strange Faye was worried about. It's mm -hmm. Um, I dug it. It was fine. I, it's, it's like a, a Saturday morning cartoon version of something that's supposed to be existential and, and big. I, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, we didn't talk about it before and I completely forgot about it. Yeah. I mean, cause like it's a Saturday morning cartoon where the sky starts bleeding, but, um, uh, I didn't, we didn't talk about it before, but, um, Peter Parker just constantly hitting on Lois Lane. <laughs> oh yeah. That's right. I was like, this is so awkward. <laughs> so, awkward. Yeah. but then her thought balloons are just like, he sure is nice. And yeah, oh, save me to. again. Like she's, she's <laughs> just like mildly into it. 
And even later, she sees Spider-Man's costume and goes, nice, nice costume. Yeah. yeah, from, but like, as he's walking away. So she's totally yeah. checking out his ass. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was fine. I mean, I would, I will never read this again. Uh, no. <laughs> like, not even, not even, like, to look up something. Like, it's over. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Um, I thought it would be fun as, like, just to go back and revisit it, but it wasn't. <laughs> I, I am glad I got to read the Doctor Strange Fate. Like this yeah, whole yeah. thing was worth was just cool. that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's the only good thing to come out of this entire fucking <laughs> all of amalgam. You're you're casting off the rest of amalgam too, Len. The rest of book. amalgam. That some of them are fun ideas, they're fun yeah. concepts. They're yeah. they're, they're kind of you know it's like quirky little fun. But look, you could read Doctor Strange Fate, and and actually, you know what? I wouldn't as much good as Doctor Strange Fate is. I'm mad that I read it because I want that to continue. That yeah. should have come out of this crap. Not yeah. access, not everything else that happened in this piece, piece of crap. They should have brought Doctor Strange's fate back into the Marvel DC universe. And if not Doctor Strange's fate, then at least the White White Witch. Witch. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. I th this th that's now I will forever not want anything else but the White Witch. You want to know what matchup I want? I want my White Witch back. I don't and know. I, I want it just by uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez and Kevin Nolan. I don't want anybody else to draw them but those two men. Maybe Garcia Lopez. He might be off on other stuff because he doesn't like doing superheroes too much anymore. Let him do other stuff and let Nolan do it. And Nolan takes a long time. So let him do a big 64-page White Witch every year and give it to me. That's <laughs> one, all I need. One a year. Remember, one remember a year. earlier when, um, when Christine Saucy Goodnight wrote in about Len being creepy? <laughs> <laughs> Just something least, that occurred to me for no reason. I just, just, just at least this is a, she's a woman. She's a full blown woman, so it's fine. That's, just, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, so, do you guys have any matchups? Terry Leahy, you want to know what our what I, our? I scribbled I a couple down. Yeah, I, I thought some might be kind of fun. Uh, who wants to go first, or I'll go. You. Okay, so um, Mr. Miracle and Hawkeye. Hmm. Oh. They both have kind of like a cavalier attitude and just kind of get out of stuff. Like I thought that would be kind of cool. Um, hmm. Buck, Bucky Barnes and Jason Todd, which seems of a little course. obvious. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Nova and Booster Gold. I thought, oh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, like the the world mind, but selfish. I thought mm -hmm. that'd be fun. Mm -hmm. And then okay. the last one I had was um, Batmite or Mixoplatelic, and Howard the Duck. Nice. You know what? I like you referencing Mr. Miracle, but I would put Mr. Miracle with Bullseye in that he can escape anything, can hit anything, and mm. don't give a fuck about nothing. He's a murderer. Yes. I'm in. I'd read that too. Anything with Mr. Miracle, I'd read, honestly. Yeah. Mm. I like Mr. Miracle. Mm. That's a good one. Those are good ones. Hmm. The one that keeps coming up, popping in in my head is, I want to match Captain America with somebody, but somebody that's not like that's totally unexpected. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, in my head, I was trying to see: Does this make sense matching Captain America with 
green arrow, but like the real staunch liberal green arrow, like mad is the angry at government and everything green arrow. Interesting. I mean, cats. like I a mean, man of the people. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. they've kind of they've been steering Cap that way since Civil War anyway. Yeah. He's kind of been more of a. Mm. And they certainly people. have done that before with him. Yeah. Mm. Um. Oh, and the other one that I did think of one, and this might just be for shits and giggles, is taking Batman and crossing him with Storm, just because you would never think to cross them together. Interesting. I don't know how it will work out, hmm. but it might be. I thought it'd be interesting. Would it be <laughs> Terry says Captain America and Lex Luthor. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Injected with a genius serum. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'll tell you, I was trying to think of who, who could the flash match up with, right? Since speed demon is not my cup of tea, who could he match up with? And what sprang to mind at first was somebody like Captain Marvel, either of Marvel or, um, but more like the one who later became called photon. I think Monica Rambeau, um, just oh, whoa, that would be a good one. Yeah. Would, would be pretty sweet. And then what just occurred to me was. What about Flash with like one of the one of the cosmic abstracts like eternity and he's so fast because he just is wherever he wants to be, you know, and he's like a much more removed kind of character, which would also fit with the Barry Allen of that time who was not around. What about Flash with Peter Parker? Just Flash and Spider-Man. Ooh, that would be interesting. Yeah. Especially like a Wally West style, like and he's running all over. Yeah, but if if this were to happen, it can't be Wally West though. That's the only addendum. Just because you guys love Barry Allen so much, JD loves Wally West. I know. I'm being Wally. Wally's my dude. And then they've even got the uncle thing in common. The Wally. Um. Oh, but the one that I the one that I thought of more was the Emerald Heralds. Right, a Silver Surfer Green Lantern core mashup where you've got this core of heralds powered by this green energy finding sustenance for their masters, the Galactans, who looked into the previous universe and brought entropy into this one and now must continually feed. One herald, Jordan Rad, rebels and tries to get others to join him. Hold on a second. Two things. One, did you pitch this to Scott Snyder and that's where... that whole thing came from and two did you just write all that down now last uh yesterday i think yeah oh so you did this wow. without knowing that it was going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah nice. i love it i love it right when i uh mm-hmm. when i read that the star core I, I was like oh well but uh i think there's some differences like maybe they pretend to be good guys uh or maybe not maybe the guardians like feed off of their energy but nobody knows or maybe they're just bad guys but yeah i saw it and i was like all right. Well, I'm still gonna pitch my idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's pieces of that that are in uh, like from No Justice, the uh, J- JLA No Justice, all the way into like through Scott Snyder's run that kind of has that stuff. the The idea of uh, galax- galaxy wide entropy becoming a, a thing, and yeah. Oh, oh, that part. No, no, that's uh, that's classic Green Lantern. They're upset. Well, Krona looked into the beginning of the universe. Yeah. So he, yeah, that's where I was drawing that from. No, but I didn't know about the Scott Snyder stuff. I thought you meant because he kind of something kind of similar happens in the beginning of Speed Demon, <laughs> the um, with with their Hal Jordan uh, New Universe thing. 
Oh, also, you could call them the Guardians of the Galaxy if you wanted to you reuse that name. But I like Galactans. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Randy cool. says, you mean like Flash and Dr. Manhattan? Hmm, interesting. Oh, you mean what, what they're doing now? Done. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Tim says, Brian's writing a whole series already. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Give me a couple um, of right. comics. <laughs> all right, guys. That wraps it up. All right. I'm so glad. I'm so glad I don't have to think about this anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and also, this has been difficult for me for the past five minutes because on my end in the live stream studio that I'm looking at, everything is messed up and, and awful. Um, the whole computer is glitching, so it's very difficult. I'm glad it seems to be uh, broadcasting well, though. Um, so if you guys want to email us your uh, favorite amalgam comics, you can email us at coldpopgo at gmail.com. You can go to coldpopgo.com and click on the bright red banner and leave us a voicemail. Um, you can tweet at me at JD's Hero Complex on Twitter. You can help the show out by going to uh, patreon.com slash Johnny Destructo. You can buy some comics on JD's Hero Complex dot shop. Uh, Noel, where can the people find you? Uh, you can just find me on Twitter at Mr. Bartocci, M-R-B-A-R-T-O-C-C-I, or any of the Cult Pop social media channels and just say hello. We'll respond. Nice. Brian? Uh, I'm at brianleavedesign.com uh, or brianleavedesign at gmail.com. Oh, real quick. Terry said Flash Thompson and Flash. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> hey, there you uh, go. Len. Hey, how about your boy, Len, the Bat, Bat Tribble? Any place you find the Black Tribbles, too cool to be geeks, too cute to be nerds. We are Black Tribbles, available on all social medias at Black Tribbles. And you can tune in at 2 p.m. where you'll see some of these, my favorite spoilers. They'll be putting on their gutter talk garb and join with others. Then we'll be playing some comic book Jeopardy at 2 p.m. today on the Triple Nation Facebook group as well as on youtube.com slash Black Tribbles. Hope to see you there. Thanks so much for joining us and we will talk at you later. Thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows including the Cannibal Horrorcast where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! and Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyang, PA. Yeah. 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 Yeah.